Are you hungry, kids? That's the weirdest thing that I have ever tasted. What? But life is short, you know, and it should not be wasted. Snack life. Snack hose. Welcome to the Snack Life Podcast. I am your host, Amanda Averill, and today the guest on the podcast we have is a very good friend of mine, uh, fellow comedian, Harry Gilliland. Harry, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on the pod. On the pod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they, the kids call it, right? They call I, it pod. I don't know what children do. <laughs> I try, I to, try I, to avoid them at all costs. I hope they don't listen to this podcast because I listened to a little bit of it and there's some dirty words. So yeah, we want I to mean, protect it, their little their little virgin ears. It does. It's not classified as 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 you know for children or anything like that or as a clean podcast. I don't I don't try to censor people whenever it comes to their <laughs> thoughts on their foods and their snacks. And I'm, I also I'm like to- a swear <laughs> now and then. I like to swear. That's good. I'm really glad that this podcast that I I didn't unwittingly sign up to be on a podcast for children. So. No, you did not. No. And I would, I'm also, you know, that I'm too analytical and type A and retentive to not let everybody know everything all the time. That's so true. I would, I would have been like, this is a children's podcast. We are only going to talk about these things. These are the words that you can't say and the topics you can't cover. I'm that person. I would, yeah. I'm not that person. Cause I wouldn't put those types of restrictions on you, but thank you. You know, I really, really fucking appreciate it. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah, I also want to apologize to all your listeners because I am on on Zoom because I didn't feel like leaving my goddamn house. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about snacks and uh, I'm most comfortable snacking in my home. And um, so so apologies for my mumbling into a computer microphone <laughs> for most of this. Um, but that, I did I did get snacks. Did you do get you, snacks? Do you want to see the snacks that I got? I yeah. do. I do want to see the snacks that you got. And and Harry, while you're while you're whipping out these snacks to show me, yeah, uh, sure. is there any like? Do you prefer to like snack while you're like on the computer and stuff like that, or is there like a what's your preferred snacking time or snacking activities? So preferred snacking time, um, honestly. So I think the the most I snack is late at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do love a late night couch snack. Uh, when it's, there's kind of some desperation cause you know, you think you can make it to bedtime without eating again. And then you're just too hungry and you have to, you oh, have yeah. to eat again. Uh, usually too close to bedtime. Yeah, um, I've, I've been feeling well, that a lot recently myself personally. For sure. That is my most frequent snacking spot. Um, the kind of snack I prefer is, is like a mid afternoon at the kitchen table, kind of a more controlled environment where I, I still have some brain power and I can think about what I'm doing with my life. Um, <laughs> do you so, yeah, really, I, do you really want to think about what you're doing with your life, Harry? No, I do. Yeah. Because then I can, I can like plan it out. I can be like, this is a snack. Listen, my, I got that from my grandparents. My grandparents, they have snack time every single day uh, of their lives at 4 30 PM. And it's usually pretzels and grapes for snack time. I love pretzels uh, and grapes. That's such a good snack. It's such a good snack. Uh, and that was one of my childhood snacks. And I, I, when I visited them over the summer, we would, we would eat snack every day. It was like tea time. It felt very British. And, uh, so that's, that's what I really prefer to do. I just, my life is too chaotic to actually make that happen. I, most of the time. I love that your grandparents do that. That's a beautiful thing. So what are these snacks that you have? 
Okay, so they were all purchased from the gas station by my house. Um, so I, I have I have a cliff a cliff bar. Um, oh, peanut butter banana. Okay. For those of you who don't know, that's it's a peanut butter banana cliff bar, and it's uh, it's just a you know a bunch of of grains and chocolate and mush kind of jammed together in a flattened turd kind of shape. It's like, Uh, it's like they took trail mix and just pummeled the hell out of it and molded it into a brick. Yeah. It's sort of a neutron star version of trail mix. Uh, And then I got, I got corn nuts, corn nuts, which hell yeah. Super underrated. Love corn nuts. I'm glad you like corn nuts. Corn nuts. I've mentioned corn nuts to people and they're like, what the fuck are you 75? Why do you like corn nuts? Corn nuts are great. Have you ever tried any of the flavored ones? They have like a ranch flavored one. That's pretty good. You know, I have, I tried a, uh, like a chili lime one. How was that? It was okay. Uh, I like the original. I'm an original guy. Uh, OG as they say. Um, and then I got these fruit flavored Mentos, uh, and here's the story behind that. I like Mentos, first of all. You're making a face. I feel like you don't like Mentos. Uh, Mentos, are, like Mentos are fine, but like I they're was going to say, the mint is fruit, the, which is your preferred. They're the fresh maker. They're not just fine. As as a person, uh, so I so Derek gets made fun out of a lot of for Mento and Mentos. So like that he sure. has like a thing against it. But like, do you also like to eat the like mintier ones as a snack as well? No. Okay. Because I see, think that, there is a difference. Yeah. There's a difference between them because the mint ones are, as uh, as Andrew said, the, the fresh maker. Uh, the fruit ones are just sugar. And what I wanted, I wanted to get like a sugary snack to balance out these, you know, the salty corn nuts and the Cliff Bar. Uh, and I, so I would normally get like a Starburst or a mm-hmm. Skittles. Yeah. But I got a, I got a phone call earlier today. <gasps> oh yeah. That there's a recall. Yeah. On, there's there's a. You get break? that too. I did not get the phone call, but my Facebook. Uh, Every like three news articles is about the recall yeah. of like Skittles and Starburst. And I think there's another gum- Lifesavers, Lifesavers, Lifesavers gummies. I have half a pack of in my fridge. <laughs> and so now I'm very worried to buy any of those things in case there's shards of metal. Um, so, you know, this being a gas station, my I was limited options. So I ended up with with fruit Mentos, which are fine. I haven't had them in a while. So I, I'm excited. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. Nice. That's what I got. Now, is there any like weird, since you're talking about like food combinations and you're mixing some salties and some sweets together, are there any weird sure. food combinations that you love? Well, I'm sorry, I'm chewing. Yeah, now, um, you're, now, you're, chewing, now you're chewing directly into the, directly into the computer. <laughs> yeah. I think the weirdest food combination, I mean, pretzels and grapes is a good one. That's a, a sweet and salty, yeah. you know. Uh, I like a, I like a salted caramel ice cream. Mm-hmm. The weirdest, it's not even a food combination. It's a drink combination. Okay. But I think it's, um, in high school, we used to go to this bowling alley and they had, they had vending machines and one of them was a, like a coffee machine. Okay. But you could get, I don't know how this worked out, but somehow you could get Mountain Dew and hot chocolate out of the same thing. So I would mix, <laughs> I would mix Mountain Dew and hot chocolate. And uh, it's surprisingly good. It's a weird, like, tangy, milky sweetness. So I'm going to ask some very technical questions right now. Uh, first, Go ahead. First question, very technical. What the fuck? Second question. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- regular Mountain Dew? 
Regular classic oh, Mountain yeah. Dew flavor? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Only, only regular. Okay. Regular and then, piss-colored sour Mountain Dew. Okay, and then do you know what brand of hot chocolate it may have been? Like Swiss Miss or something like that? It was it was bowling alley machine hot chocolate. So, so it, was, it was made with water. Then we know that for sure. Definitely made with water and definitely the whatever powder or syrup they used had been in there for at least 45 years. Oh, so Jesus. that might have been what really gave it the tang. Is that uh, why you're like an old person? <laughs> Is it because you I don't think that's why I'm an old person. But I think I liked it because I've, <laughs> I've always been an old person. Well, you were uh, you were drinking a hot chocolate at a bowling alley while you were in high school, Harry. I was. That's true. I mean, uh, this is this is your origin story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is so that, that was that was probably the weirdest one, and I always tell people super, that nobody believes me. That is super weird. I think that that's <laughs> I think that's weirder than mine. I don't know. I, maybe we could do a poll on this podcast. Mine, uh, and I mention it on every episode, pretty much is the Moose Tracks ice cream yeah. and dipping like nacho cheese Doritos into Moose Tracks ice cream. Yeah, that's pretty weird. It's pretty weird, but yours, I think, tops mine. I think yours tops <laughs> mine for sure. All right, wow. I, I'm honored. I'm gonna have to try it now, though, which is the sad part. You should, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll just. I, I do. I am curious what brand of hot chocolate it works the best with. You know, if we were to do a I, wine taste, I would imagine that it was probably like Swiss Miss, because I feel like most yeah. of the machines that do that kind, like the ones that you find in hospitals. <laughs> Because that's whenever you really yeah. need hot chocolate uh, is whenever you're there with like a dying grandparent. Um, the, <laughs> that was dark. Uh, that's anyway. probably why they had it in a bowling yeah. alley too. Old people die all the time in bowling alleys. Do they really? I don't know. I just made that up. But it seems you like just, they would. I don't you know. Scared, you just scared me. My mom just joined a bowling league. I'm like, is this her way out? Is this her, <laughs> subtle, is this her subtle way of telling me she's done with the world? It's one of the sports that people play into their elder years and it's a little bit physically demanding. So I imagine there's, I don't know, look up heart statistics. I bet there's a bunch of bowling eyes. Oh, Jesus, Harry, thank you, for making me, thank you for making me paranoid. Hey, while, while we're on the, while we're on the subjects, just, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Mr. Bill Morrow, who on September 11th, 2001, bowled a perfect game. Um, I think about that. I don't know. We're talking about dark things in yeah. bowling alleys. This was after the World Trade Center fell. He went and bowled a perfect game. Well, he had to go so blow off some shout steam. shout out to Bill Morrow. Good for yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to derail the podcast. That's okay. <laughs> you know, technically, technically, those planes only got a spare. So <laughs> it's, they didn't get all they the pulled up the nine eleven split. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a very difficult nine eleven split. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Only one that's ever been done. Oh man! <laughs> two, two great bowling milestones on one day. <laughs> What an exciting day in history. Uh, oh, my God. I I really hope now that the terrorists who took over those planes were wearing the bowling shirts from The Simpsons that just said the pin pals on them. That's what I want. That's how I like to picture my terrorists on 9-11. That's good. I'm glad we've gotten back to 9-11 within seven minutes of starting this. Wait, what do you mean back to? Well, just, you know, from our lives. Oh, okay. I don't know. Did you guys forget? We're supposed to never forget. I have memory issues, so I forget sometimes. No, I don't. I don't forget. Uh, 
So you talked about like snacking in high school and stuff, like in the bowling alley, stuff like that. Like what were some of the foods mm-hmm. that you really liked to snack on? Like either while you were in high school or whenever you were like a teenager, what were your like go-to snacks? Like we had vending machines in our high school uh, yeah. where I grew up. So like we could get snacks in between classes, stuff like that. But like not everybody had that luxury. And some people had really good cafeteria food though. So like what's your like mm-hmm. high school snacking like? What's your high school so food high school life? Snacking, the vending machines, I only remember there being soda machines. And I was, I was in high school when they started doing the bullshit where they replaced all the soda machines with like life water oh, or whatever okay. the fuck or honest tea, all those things. Okay. There was, I, there, I remember when like one of the years I was in high school, there was one actual soda machine left and I would always go down and it was 75 cents a can. This is making me sound even older than I already claimed to be. <laughs> <laughs> you used to get a, get a can of soda for 75 cents and I would get a root beer. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but wait, which kind of root beer? Very much. Mug, okay. Mug so mug root high beer, school. mug root beer in high school. What else in high school? Well, in high school, so that was when um, I would I would walk a lot in high school. I didn't have a car um, for most of high school. Yeah. So I would walk around, and there was a Walgreens over my house. So that's when I started buying movie boxes of candy. And this would also happen on the bowling nights. We would walk over to the supermarket nearby, and I would just get candy and eat like entire boxes of Mike and Ike's and Dots. And fucking Sour Patch Kids, just anything, Raisinets, yeah, Good Bunnies, all of them. Um, and that's continued uh, to the present day. Uh, I still eat movie candy pretty regularly. Nice. Um, but yeah, that, that was when that started. Yeah, it was like teenage years because it felt it felt less bad than it does now. You know, I could get through a whole box and not feel. Like my stomach was about to explode, my teeth were gonna fall out. Yeah, so. I, I've I've noticed that recently with myself too. Like I I'm a person who likes to mix my salties and sweets, so I will generally go back and forth between snacks. But yeah. like I've noticed now, like at movie theaters, like if I buy a box of candy, like mm-hmm. I I can't finish it. I can't I can't really finish that box of candy. Like Derek and I recently got a uh, king size. Because there's two of us, so we got the king size salted caramel Twix, which was new to us. Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah, it was it was very good, but like that means that we each essentially had like a candy bar because there was four Twix bars in there, so we each got two. I only right. ate one of them because I was just like, I can't eat more than this right now. Yeah, it was it was it was weird. It was very weird to me. Like like it's interesting to think about like how much food you used to be able to put away, especially in your adolescence. And now uh-huh. it's like, Oh my God, I've had like three raisinets and I am full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not only full, but I feel sick. Like I'm, yeah. I'm dying. This might be what dying feels like. Um, yeah. My met- I don't know. My metabolism was out of this fucking world in high school. Um, yeah. I would just eat just, just sugar. I was, I've always been a, uh, you know, a candy Candy guy, more of a sweet, sweet oh, snack than a okay. snack. Okay, all right. So that um, that 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 crushes one of my main questions, which is like, oh yeah, oh yeah, the sweet, sour, savory, salty umami. So you're definitely a sweets dude. Definitely sweet, but you know, sour. If it's a sour sugar, sort of a sour, sour sweet combo, uh, sour candy. But not too. I'm not like a Warheads guy. Yeah. I don't. I don't need that. That's just. Warheads are like the atomic hot wings. Like it's not who who are you fucking trying to impress yeah. with this? You know? Yeah, I'm 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 not a I'm not a super sour person either. Even whenever it comes to sour patch kids, I just prefer the sour patch watermelon. 
Sure. Over over the kids. Like I don't even like the kids flavor that much because I don't like. Yeah, I, I also I also like eating watermelon more than eating kids, uh, I would say. Well, I mean, you know, it depends on the kid, right? If they're marinated well enough. <laughs> yeah. If they're, if, they're co- if they're covered in enough sugar, they might be good. Um, right. love, love a little sweet kid. Yeah. Just chomping down. Speaking, sweet kid. speaking of kids, what were some of your favorite snacks as like a real little kid growing up? We're talking like pre-elementary school, elementary school. What was your after school snack? And as a kid, like what, what, what did you love? What were you obsessed with? Well, I was raised in the nineties. I'm sorry. I should mention I've been eating these Mentos and they're way chewier than I remember. They're pretty hard to get through, man. <laughs> they're also they're, good. they're also Mentos. I wonder if the fruity ones also explode. Do you guys have any Coke at your house? Coca-Cola? No, you can diet, isn't it? It only works with diet. No, it uh, doesn't. It doesn't work with diet. What? It works with regular. I thought it was diet. No, it's the regular that it works with. All right. Well, I think. I think so. We're gonna have to look this up. Everybody, just take a break. Well, give us fifteen minutes. Send your fi- send your fiance out to go get <laughs> go get a regular and a diet. We'll do both right now over the just Zoom. Edit, it's edit, fine. Look it up and we'll add it to the show notes. Uh, do you have show notes? Um, <laughs> any anyway, <laughs> do I have show notes? Come on, come on. <laughs> no, I don't have the, show uh, notes, and I don't close caption. It makes me feel like an asshole. Oh yeah, sorry to everybody for that too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that would be, you know, how do you close caption me chewing on Mentos? Well, I, I, I will save you a lot of work, really. I recently started posting the podcast on YouTube, uh, yeah. just the audio of it with like a plain background. And like you, you have to do the captioning yourself mm-hmm. and I cannot stand the sound of my own voice. So there's no way that I'm listening to, you know, almost 30 episodes of me talking for 45 minutes. Like that's, you have a producer, don't you? Isn't where did the other guy go? It's Andrew. Well, no, I, I just, I decided. Work for your nut. Come on. I mean, he, I, I do pay him to edit the podcast, and he puts up with me coming over to his house, and yeah, and gra- it's gravy who puts up with me coming over to the house too. So. Sure, that's good. Yeah. Um, what was I talking? About? Oh, uh, childhood snacks. Okay, yeah. so I was, um, I was raised in the in the nineteen nineties, um by, you know, a, a very anxious mother uh, who wanted me to be healthy. So, so she got me, it wasn't quite on the level of like carob, but we had, you know, rice cakes uh-huh, and yeah. uh, uh, wheat thins and snack wells. We had snack wells cookies. Oh yeah. Um, the lie that is snack well cookies. Oh my God. They're bad. They're not good. Um, but we did, the, the ones I liked when I would get like school, you know, packed snacks for snack time at school. Yeah. Um, was we did pretzels and grapes, which we've already talked about is a great, great combination. I stand by that one. The other one is, uh, was another combination and I would get, uh, black olives and chickpeas. Uh, so, so you're going to have a salty and less salty. So you're going to have to describe mm. the, the state of both of those for me, because I, I'm a fan of olives and I'm a fan of chickpeas. Yep. And I know that they can be delivered in various forms. So mm. how were the black olives prepared? Are we talking just like the sliced black olive like rings? No, they were the, the whole ones from a can. And the chickpeas were also whole from a can. Um, oh. They were drained. The cans were drained okay. and possibly refrigerated. But then they were poured into a little Tupperware container and mixed up a little bit and I would eat them. 
Did they? I loved it. Did they still have? Did the olives still have the pits? No. Oh no! Are you kidding me? I was five. I would have died. Well, that's why I was concerned because that's why I asked if they were the ring ones because I know oh. that they, like you know how they have fruit cups, right? They also have yes. like olives now in that same form, so you can give like that to a kid as a snack to put in a lunchbox or something. Right. So that's that's why I asked because those ones are just like this kind of the sliced ones that make it easier to kind of pick up for tiny fingers. Right. No, my mom didn't love me that much. Um, so it was a whole olive that I had to pick up, but I got through it. You know, there's still bite size, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would argue that, you know, there's a lot more choking hazards with the sliced yeah. ones. I, well, They're I, smaller, I, I disagree. I feel plastic. like, I feel like the, the choking hazard with the smaller one isn't, I don't think there is because I think it's more like, uh, I think cause it's smaller and it's more like a sliced olive, like you would find on like a piece of pizza. So it's shaped like an or like a, it's shaped like a Cheerio, and that's it why is she, like that's that's why Cheerios are such a good snack for little kids because there's the hole in the center. Because if it does get stuck, they can breathe they can around breathe it. it. Yep, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I I ate those as a little tiny baby. Um, I don't remember doing that, but that was you know when I was on the high chair and moving the things around. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the ones I remember are the chickpeas and olives. And, uh, oh, I also would eat, and this is something I'll do every once in a while. Um, you know, if I'm, if I'm stoned, for example, mm -hmm. it's actually a, a good recommendation. I want everybody to, to know this, um, that frozen peas right out the bag are excellent. It's such a good snack. Ugh. It's like, <laughs> I just, I love how disgusted you are with all of my tastes. No, I, like, I just... <laughs> I knew this would happen. I, I, I knew we would have like no overlap between how we ate as snacks. <laughs> I, no, see, but no I, frozen there. That's I've never had, I've never thought to eat a frozen pea as a snack. It kind of makes sense. But the thing is, is that like, I'm very turned off from peas unless they are in like a, a, stir fry or like a fried rice or something like that yeah. or yeah. or unless they're like a sugar snap pea right. um because uh because diet culture did this to me so there was so as far mm -hmm. as the peas like the chickpea thing i'm on board i love chickpeas to the day i die and honestly that's why i asked because like mm -hmm. i like roasted chickpeas as well and i was like oh man if your mom was giving you roasted chickpeas as a kid that's dope um nope. but because like you couldn't really find them anywhere whenever we were younger yeah. Like that, that was a hard, a hard thing. Um, no, my mom was ahead of her time. Yeah. And, and, and also like with peas, like I do like the, like if they're dried in like a mix of something, they're good too. But mm -hmm. the, the way that peas were ruined for me was, uh, there's this, the skinny girl's guide cookbook. Right. And I like to cook. Okay, and, and horrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It kind of was. Some of the recipes were fine and some weren't. And this was one that wasn't. So as an alternative to making guacamole. Oh, God. She had you substitute in like, and I don't remember if it was a mix of like half an avocado and then a small can of peas. Mm -hmm. uh, but whatever it was, and I followed the recipe to a T. Because mm -hmm. I really love guacamole. Like, it's one of my favorite things. And I was like, oh, okay, well, there's a way I could make it, quote, unquote, healthier. Whatever the fuck that means, right? Yeah. Um, so I tried making this. And, like, just, it was like, it tasted like that pea baby food. 
just awful and it was too sweet. And that's something that like guacamole is not traditionally. And that's it's true. and it was sweet in a way that I didn't want it to be because like I've had guacamole that's been mixed with like pineapple and like, you know, chili seasoning and stuff like that to where it's like, oh, that sweetness is kind of pleasant. There's a textural difference. But like the texture of this was way far off. And the flavor was way far off, even though I seasoned the hell out of it. Even after following the recipe, I was like, maybe I'll add more cumin. Maybe I'll add more chili. Maybe I'll add more X, Y, Z. There was no saving it. So now, and that was in my like mid, earlier mid twenties, probably like mid twenties. And it just, yeah. it ruined, it ruined a lot of things with peas for me just because I, I just flashbacks. I flash back to that trauma of trying to diet instead of just eating a fucking avocado. Yeah, I know it's funny now. I mean, this is just proves how bullshit diet culture is like, because avocados, the whole I guess, I'm guessing the whole thing was like because they're high fat. It was it so, was because they were higher in fat. Yeah, because there's right. innately nothing. The only thing about guacamole that would be considered quote unquote unhealthy, yeah, is that it's higher in fat because avocados are a higher in fat, you know, stone fruit right. thing. Right, but now we're now there's so much stuff that's like eggs and avocados are back in because it's like the good fat, right? It's like it's, low sugar. It's the good fat, the keto, all of that yeah, stuff. No, yeah. No carbs, right. And it's like, it all just goes in cycles. Um, no, I actually, so this is my thing with frozen peas. I, I see what you're saying. And, uh, well, you know, most of the time when peas are, eating things. yeah, what? go ahead. I was going to say like, no, the peas thing, like yeah. I, I kind of get it. Cause people do eat like frozen grapes and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm, and personally, I'm not a fan. Like just give me a regular grape. I'm cool with it. I don't oh, yeah. need it to be frozen. Um, and sometimes I think it messes up the texture if they defrost a little bit. So, True. you know, but like, I would have never have thought to even do that. Mm-hmm. So like, that's really, that's really interesting to me. I really, now is it just the bag of peas or do you do the carrots as well as the peas? No, just the peas. Cause they are sweet. I, it, you know, they're naturally sweet mm-hmm. in a way that you wouldn't expect if you're eating peas in a stir fry or like in mostly salty or savory foods. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're like a, a, yeah, you know, again, I like sweet snacks. It's like a nice little sugary thing. It's a little burst of cold. Uh, and it doesn't, you know, it's not like if you don't want it, the overwhelming sugar rush of like a ice cream sandwich or, a, you know, an Italian ice or something. Yeah, I'm going to have to go up. You know, Harry, you're just going to make me have to go home and get high and eat the frozen peas. You have to be high. It's a weird sensation. Uh, yeah, it's like it, it's very confusing. It's a confusing thing because you're, it's not what your body's used to with peas. Because you're like, I know this is a pea, but it tastes weird and it's frozen. So there's a weird it's cold and I don't know what's going on. And I like putting myself in that state uh, of just complete panic uh, on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I spend my free time. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, that's something from my childhood. That's, that's what I would do even before I discovered, um, marijuana. Oh, that's, 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 that's probably the most interesting snack that anyone has brought up on the podcast so far. And Thanks. like, and we're like, what, like 20, you're probably episode like 27, something like that. Like we're pretty, yeah, we're, right. we're, cool. we're, we're getting there. Uh, so I'm doing, I already got, I got weirdest combo and I got most interesting snacks. Yeah. Harry, Harry you're, you're killing the game, man. Last superlatives. That's insane. <laughs> oh man. Now, is there anything that you think is not a snack that other people consider a snack 
but that you think is not a snack. Like, in my opinion, it's celery. Celery is not okay. a snack. It is an accompaniment. It is, it is just sunlight and dirty plant water. That's all Instant that is. Water, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, no, I, so I think snacks, uh, I mean, this is going to get very philosophical, but <laughs> I think, I think snacks are, are very context dependent. It's, it's like anything can be a snack if you say it is. I, I also believe that anything can be a snack too. So yeah, anything can be a snack. If, if you say it's a snack, it's like, it's like art. If you hang a urinal on a wall and put a label next to it, then it's art. Right. Uh, if you put, it's a very Dada thing. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> if you, you have, if you want to eat steak and eggs at three 30 in the afternoon between lunch and dinner, then call it a, that's a snack. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, if you want to eat celery, just celery by itself at, you know, 2 a.m. after you get home, just stand in front of the open fridge. That's a snack. It's a, it's maybe the saddest snack that's I've a, ever. That's a masochist considered. is what that is. It is. I mean, if you're doing that, you also have to be destroyed, but you're still like caring enough about your health to eat celery in that situation. Or you're that sad is, enough or, to do that to yourself. Right. You're like, well, my, my razor blades aren't sharp enough. Let me just eat this <laughs> celery and hope I choke. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I, I try to be open-minded about snacks. Um, I guess the, there's not a lot of things that people like try to claim are snacks in my life. It's not like people are stopping me on the street going, Hey, kale is a snack. I'm like, yeah, all right, fine. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I think if you're, if, if it's, if it's in a snack environment, I think also prep time matters though. You think like that- if I, I'm not gonna spend three hours making a snack, that's not something you do. Uh, I I disagree because and I and I'll say this For baked goods. Uh, because baked goods yeah. are part of it, even though there is a downtime involved. Or if you're making homemade trail mixes or homemade like what they whatever they call them, like the 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 granola type like ball things that are like nut butter and granola stuff like that, like different stuff like that. Like, you know, those kinds of things I think are, can be time intensive, but you're making them in advance. So that way you can enjoy them for a prolonged period. Right. And that's, I think the difference, because you're making sort of multiple servings at once, right? You're not, you're not baking one cookie or like three cookies that you're then going to immediately eat. You're baking a whole batch of cookies that you can then snack on for several days. Uh, right? Not necessarily because I do know people who, who okay. I, I well, I know people who will buy like the Toll House cookie dough and only make like two, like break off two to three cookies worth and then throw them in the oven. Well, okay. They are doing it wrong then. <laughs> I will say <laughs> they are not snacking efficiently. I'm all about efficiency. I want, you know, I want the least amount of effort between me and my snacks. That's why I like candy so much because it's all made by machines in who knows where on the moon. I don't know where fucking gummy savers come from, but they end up in my house and then I put them in my belly. And that's all I, all I need to do is buy the package and open it. And that, that's the kind of snacks that I like. It's really like zero prep time. Yeah. I I, I, I think convenience is a huge part in it. Like I, I know that there are definitely times where I'm like, oh man, I really want to eat something. I'm like, yeah. but I don't want to do anything. What am I going to yeah. do? Like, there are even times where, like, making popcorn in a popcorn machine is too much for me. And I'm like, you know, I'll yeah. just, I will just eat whatever I find. I'll just grab a handful of nuts, in my case, instead, and just yeah. eat those. 
because I don't have to prep them in any way, shape, or form. They're just there. Now, do yeah. you consider yourself a person with an adventurous palate? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> you're no. you're eating all these like weird food gum and weird <laughs> combinations and stuff, but you're not adventurous. I mean, no, I I have a hard time trying trying new things, which is partially because of allergies. So I have a a tree nut allergy. So it's like a lot of, a lot of snacks are, are kind of nut heavy or like baked things. I, I can't, I have to know what's in them. I can't just like shove it in my mouth and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so that prevents me from trying a lot of things. It just like sort of taught me to be more cautious when I'm eating. But uh, yeah, I don't know. There's also like textures kind of fuck with me. Okay. Um, like I, I would say that the stuff that I eat that I've described is normal foods eaten in a weird way. Okay. Right. But I, I don't really eat weird foods. The weirdest thing I think I ever ate was um, my friend brought a little bag of dried mealworms okay. uh, from, I forget, I think somewhere in, in Central America. And those are really good. They tasted kind of like popcorn. And uh, sorry, they tasted kind of like popcorn. <laughs> let, me, let me take that again. Andrew, can I take that one again? <laughs> I just, I want to take All right, let's do the podcast over from the top. Let's just do it from the top. Well, all right, we're rolling and do the catchphrase. Do your intro. Oh, friends, fakes, all my snack cakes. No, um, that's the new one. I tried it with Derek. We agree it's not yeah. as good. <laughs> yeah, Derek Brown and I agree. Friends, fakes, all my snack cakes. Not as good as friends, foes, all my snack hoes. Yeah, nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody that's listening is yeah. a cake. That's no, not true. Kidding. Yeah, well, I guess we haven't cut them open to see. That's fair. You see, you don't know that. anything could be a cake these days. Yeah. 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 Because I've not watched it because it just looks like an SNL sketch gone too far. Yeah. About what happens on it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. So your, your food allergies and the mealworms and stuff. Yeah. They they tasted like popcorn, which is surprising to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was willing to eat them because it's like a texture. It's just they're dried and they're small and you can pop them in your mouth. Again, convenient. It was just a little package of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what other, so what kind of, uh, like, because that's obviously a question we have. Like, if you have any food quirks or allergies, I, I knew about your tree nut allergy. Yeah. Um, do Big you one. have, like, so what's the textural quirk that you have? Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's, I, I don't like sliminess. Like with grapes, I need a crisp like a nice crisp outside and then the juicy inside. I don't like a, like a past ripe grape. Okay. It weirds me out. Um, and sliminess, I don't know. I've, I've come around on oysters. I can eat some of it. It's not, that's not that much of like a hard line. Um, the weirdest food thing I have is that I, I don't, I don't really like cheese, uh, which is very controversial and it's, it's more nuanced than that. It's not just all cheese. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what types of cheese do you not like? This is the thing. I, I like pizza. You know, I like a melty cheese. like some mild some mild cheeses. Okay. Um, but I don't like a cheeseburger. I don't like cheese on a sandwich. I don't like just cheese on crackers. Just plain, plain hard cheese uh, makes me want to fucking throw up and kill myself. I just, in that order... Um, I hate it. I hate the smell of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like a lot of cheesy snacks just really turn me off. And I don't know what it is. It's, it's been like my, my whole life. I've asked my parents about this and they're like, yeah, you hated cheese even as a little kid. And it made you impossible to feed. Mm-hmm. This is why they were giving me fucking chickpeas. 
chickpeas and olives. Chickpeas yeah, and olives. Like, every, every kid loves cheese. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. It makes me want to throw up and die. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's probably the the quirkiest thing. What about uh, soft cheeses like a goat cheese or cream cheese ugh, and stuff like that? Ugh, the worst. Because oh, it's the God. cheese and the sliminess. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I, I hate feta. Yeah, I just brie. I, I've tried. I've tried to like brie, but it's it's just wrong. I just wish it were something else. I just wish it were different. <laughs> yeah, cheese and like and a lot of those those sort of cheese adjacent foods. You know, a cottage cheese. Uh, not big on mayonnaise, right? Uh, like it's not. Mayonnaise it's has like a slimy texture to it. It does. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's an oily thing. Don't like it. And, uh, yeah, I realize I'm wrong. I know I don't want any fucking letters about this. I know I'm wrong. Uh, I can't do anything about it. I'm sorry. Hey, we're here for all the snack food hot takes, Harry. You know, you know that me as a person, I like all the tea and all the hot takes. Those are sure. the things that I like. That's so that that's what this podcast is all about. And it just involves food, which is, you know, the thing that I have to live for. Cause let's be honest, there's not much else. That's true. <laughs> this, is, this is how old I am. When, when you said you like all the tea, I was like, Oh, what's your favorite kind of tea? You like constant comment or do you like decaf? No, actually my favorite, my favorite types of teas are there's a blood orange black tea that, uh, Presto George has that I like, and I do enjoy matcha lattes quite a bit. Um, if we're going to go with like something other than like a black tea matcha latte, what about you, Harry? What's your favorite types of tea? My favorite, I, so I like, um, for my whole life, I've loved sleepy time. Uh, just any chamomile tea okay. is very soothing to me. Uh, that's, that's what I'll drink at nighttime. Um, and then I, I think my favorite flavor, I really love an Irish breakfast. Okay. Uh, that's a really good one, but it's super high in caffeine, which I didn't realize before buying like an 80 pack of Irish breakfast. Um, and I mean, you've met me. I, I run pretty hot most of the time. <laughs> I'm pretty anxious um, during all waking hours. So uh, too much caffeine isn't great for me. So I got to I got to figure out a way to manage that. Uh, when I'm drinking this tea, but I think it's a really nice, it's a nice flavor. It's a nice, like a yeah. sort of mellow, sweet flavor. Some of the other black teas. One of the most interesting tea flavors that I've ever had was an ice wine tea. The uh, fuck? Yeah. Do you know what ice wine is? Not really. I've pretended to. <laughs> so, so ice wine is, for those of you who don't know, it is generally made in Canada out of these grapes that can only be grown during like a very short window. That's why it's called ice wine. Uh, cause it's cold stuff like that. And it's super, super sweet wine. It's a very sweet wine. Uh, and then this tea that I have is, I think it's a black tea that also has like the dried grapes in it to like oh, get wow. the flavor of the ice wine. Um, I got a bag of it in Canada a couple years ago. So like, I know tea's supposed to go bad, but it's like, also, does it really? No, I don't know. I have no idea. I have, you know, like, I've got a bag of black tea that is supposed to expire, like, five years ago. And I'm like, it still tastes just fine to me uh, whenever I whenever I steep it. It's totally fine. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was really good. Um, I'm a big fan of it, uh, if you remind me. Cause I, cause it's loose leaf. Cause I do get uh, loose leaf teas. I, I will make you a couple bags of it next time I see you. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll hit that up. Sure. It sounds yeah. weird. Good. It's, it's sweet. It's, it's interesting. Cause like, I'm not a person who also like sweetens their tea. I just, 
Yeah, me neither. I don't put coffee, like I don't put sugar in coffee. I don't put tea or honey in sugar. No, I don't do that. I just <laughs> mixed all the words up there. I don't know what was happening. I think I may have had a stroke on the air. That's cool. You don't put honey and sugar? That's whatever. That's the most American thing. You've got to mix your honey with your sugar. So well, the honey together. with the sugar to no, make No, 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 syrup. no. You put sugar in your uh, corn syrup. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> right. That's, that's right. That's right. And well, then you, you put, put that into your artificial honey, which is also just yeah. corn syrup. Corn syrup. Yeah. And then you put it back into your honey, your regular honey. Yeah. yeah. And then we you eat up. a bee. <laughs> Don't eat bees. The bee, we eat the bees. Oh, Don't my, eat bees. Oh, my God. Whatever you do, don't eat bees. If there's uh, one, there's one message. PSA, I want to get out there. Everybody needs to fucking stop eating bees. All right, agree to disagree. <laughs> oh, Harry, that just reminded me of the bit that you had about bees that I love so much. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't do that bit anymore because for good reason. It's a <laughs> good bit. Nobody liked it but me, but I, you know, that's fine. I don't care. I'll be the I'll be the lone one who determines what's funny in comedy. Bees are the spice of life. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, let's see here, uh, Harry. Would you be ready to partake in a speed round? Sure. Bow, I mean, bow, I bow, bow, bow. Cool. All right. A little flooding a little now, but yeah. Okay. Are you still chewing on one of those Mentos? I'm still chewing. Give me like ten seconds. Okay, I'll give you like ten seconds. I'll 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 describe what the speed round is while you're chewing. Okay, that's good. I'm done. Okay, cool. So speed round. Picture yourself on a road trip. Maybe you're on your way to a gig. Maybe you're just on your way to vacation, and you are stopping at your favorite type of gas station. Maybe it's a Sheets, Gitco, Wawa, whatever it is. Fully stocked is this gas station. But right. you need to make this a real quick stop. You're just going in for the things that you want to get every single time you're on a road trip and you're stopping at a gas station, okay? Yeah, sure. All right. What is your go-to candy? Um, um, Mentos. No, peanut M&M's. Okay. What is your go-to crunchy? Corn nuts. What is your go-to appetizer like you would order at a kiosk? Oh, geez. Um, I don't do appetizers. Okay. What is your go-to what is your go-to <laughs> caffeinated beverage? Black coffee. Okay. What is your go-to non-caffeinated beverage or lower caffeine beverage? Ooh, um uh unsweetened iced tea. Okay. Uh is there anything else in that convenience store that you have to purchase before walking out? No, but I do need to spend at least 15 minutes in the candy aisle thinking about purchasing every single one of the chewy candies before deciding not to get any of them. Fair. That's that's necessary. Fair. Also, I want to change all of my answers that I gave. Okay. I don't, I don't trust any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I do very badly with those questions. All right, yeah. so take it one more time from the top no, of the podcast. Um, yeah. Welcome to the snacks, <laughs> snack life. All podcast. <laughs> all, your, all my tasty cakes and funny ding-dongs. <laughs> Oh, yeah. all, oh my, all, all my all my ding dings, my, my ding dongs, ho hos, and tasty cakes. That's yeah. a, or uh, what's the other one? Double dogs. All my oatmeal cream pies making these thick thighs. Oh, gross! I hate it. I hate that. You said that. I wish you didn't. You know how often that happens? Every episode. Yeah, that's good. That seems that seems so accurate. <laughs> 
Okay. Now, is there a snack food that they do not make anymore or maybe something that's limited edition that only comes out very rarely once in a while that you miss or that you want just like all the time? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't answer every question like with just one word. All right. Next one. <laughs> No, there is. I need. I need to uh, look it up for one second. But no. So, are you familiar with Haribo gummy bears? Okay, I know the Haribo gummy bears. Yeah. So Haribo gold. They're gold bears. Mm-hmm. They're. Uh, I think they're German, and they have the standard. You know the five flavors that are in them. Yeah. Um, so for a brief period of time, and this was pretty recently. There was like a couple years ago. They had this new flavor combo. So the normal flavors, I think, are like it's like strawberry, cherry. Uh, pineapple, lemon, and lime. I think mm-hmm. something like that. Pretty yeah. standard. Um, we came out with this, these these other ones, and they were, they looked pretty much the same, but they were called juicy gummy bears uh, or juicy gold bears. And so the flavors were apple, banana, pear, peach, raspberry, and black currant. Oh, and. Yeah, they were amazing. I mean, especially so the pear, peach, and black currant were really what centered over the edge for me. That was like so. Yeah, I think you're the only person who's ever been like, "Oh, that pear, mwah, chef's kiss, sent me over the edge." Because yeah. the pear and black so they were called juicy, but were they like a gusher? Was there like a juicy center, or was it just the same texture as a regular Harbo gummy bear? Exactly the same texture with slightly different flavors that okay. were better, in my opinion. Um, and I don't know why they were called juicy. They weren't any juicier. Uh, it might have been just th- these are the types of juices they have in Germany. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. It might have been a bad translation. Anyway, they only lasted for like a year. And there was no, there was nothing like, oh, limited edition, only available for a limited time. Nothing like that on the package. So I was under the impression they would be around forever. And then they fucking stopped making them. And yeah, I think about them every time I buy regular Haribo gold bears. I'm like, hey, you know, these are good, but I wish they were juicy. See, they're not, they're not even my favorite type of gummy bear. Cause they're too chewy for me. No, I put them in the fridge to make them even chewier. <sighs> I hate my teeth. <laughs> oh my God. Like that, that just sounds painful. Like I, a lot the one medication that I'm on causes like teeth grinding and stuff. So like there are days where I can't have cereal cause it hurts too much. Oh man. Yeah. It's I had, <laughs> sad story I had an omelet yesterday and then my whole like one side was just in pain and like I was like this is how are eggs doing this to my face (laughs) yeah are there are there any snacks that you just like can't fuck with anymore because of that no I mean it depends on what the dosage of it's a depression medication so it depends on like how much of that medication I'm having at the time yeah uh and like when I take it will like cause different effects. Like if I take it, you know, too late at, like I can, it can cause insomnia. So like I tried to take it earlier in the day, but that doesn't mean I won't grind my teeth at night, but I notice it's worse if I take it later and you know, all that shit. Cause you know, medicine is fun and bodies are great. And this is why mm-hmm. I have snacks to live for. Cause yeah, here's, here's a question is, is medicine a snack? No. Ah, I mean, you do put Wait, it in your mouth. What the fuck kind of question is that? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> we were just talking earlier. Anything can be a snack if you wanted to. 
Yeah, no, 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 no. Anything can be a snack depending on the context in which you're eating it. Right. Typically, a snack is something you eat not to get full, but but not not right. to like give your body some kind of nutrient. You're not you're not getting yeah. a, you're not snacking to fix things. You're snacking to. Uh, I mean, maybe fix an empty stomach. Is maybe food is medicine, well, Harry? Well, you've broken my. He's saying the exact opposite that medicine is food, and I di- is food. I disagree uh, mm. because what cough drops. <laughs> Oh my god! If you would have said that your favorite yeah. hard candy was like a Secrets or like a fucking Halls cough drop, like you, honestly, for you, I would imagine Ricola just because you seem bougie. <laughs> yeah, I love Ricola. <laughs> Ricola. I mean, I like the normal, the lemon, the honey lemon ones. Um, but they did have a strawberry ones that like my mom got, and I think we were at a concert or something. We were like out somewhere, and I ate like three quarters of the bag and just <laughs> just pop because they're candy. They're fucking candy. They're not. You know, <laughs> but some of them have they have weird stuff in them. They have like aloe, whatever menthol. Yeah, it's probably a lot of menthol day in my system. Uh, oh yeah, is menthol a snack? Tell that to everyone who smokes cigarettes. You know, I, I, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Resident menthol cigarette smoker here. Uh, <laughs> cigarettes are not snacks. They are what you do when you don't want to eat a snack. You have you just smoke a cigarette, and that's enough. It's like chewing gum. It's it is yes. Sure. I do yeah. chew my cigarettes. I I will eat a cigarette if I'm hungry, but if I'm if I if I'm not ready for a snack, I'll smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you smoke <laughs> all right hold on now, now i'm gonna bring this full circle are cigarettes medicine um <laughs> there it is official snack life canon you know what marlboro would have said so back in the day <laughs> four yeah. out of five doctors would have recommended that they are yeah yeah all right all right harry we're winding down is there a designated like snack that you have to have for like certain things or like you know, some people like have to have popcorn every time they go to the movies or have to have like a certain specific thing. Uh, I know personally me and Derek like to theme some of our snacks based on the TV shows and stuff that we're watching. So for example, British bake show, I will get a pastry or patisserie that matches whatever week it is. Something like that. Do you have anything like that as far as your snacking is concerned? Um, not, I don't really, the only thing I can think of right now, um, which is unfortunate because of what we just talked about is, is when I watch, when I watch Mad Men, which I rewatch pretty frequently, it's one of my favorite shows. Um, but then I, I almost have to smoke a cigarette. So that's one (laughs) that if you consider cigarettes snacks, then yes, then I have to, uh, I have to snack on a cigarette when I watch Mad Men because they make smoking look so cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, I, I would rather do that than go treat women like shit or something else that they do in that show. Um, you could get a candy cigarette, Harry. I did. Candy, I used to, I used to, um, quote, smoke candy cigarettes when I was in college. Um, I feel like it might've been when I lost my virginity. If not, then it was one of the, like the first times that I had sex. I, uh, like rolled over afterwards and, smoked a candy cigarette (laughs) (laughs) harry it sounds like you lost your virginity in like third grade (laughs) no i just i I was i was older than that but i thought i was cool 
Just cigarettes after sex is like a thing. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do that, but like not actually smoke. Oh, man. Did you and, at least uh, play for, did you at least pay for her plan B afterwards? No, we used protection. Why did you use plan B? Use <laughs> protection. We were in a committed relationship at the time. Okay. Well, then that's okay. Yeah, it was okay. She didn't want a candy cigarette, though. I remember offering her one, and she was like, no, that's weird. <laughs> well, that's not a good sign yeah. for your performance, then. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, she wasn't. definitely wasn't satisfied. <laughs> that, that inexperienced 17-year-old dick. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Crazy that I wasn't laying pipe at that age. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Harry at age 17 just laying pipe and smoking candy cigarettes candy in bed cigarettes. afterward. Yeah. Jeez. You know, Why? That's how you get the ladies just pull out a pack of candy cigarettes and offer them one. I can imagine you like doing that <laughs> thing where you're like uh, wearing a leather jacket and leaning against the wall with one foot up, except the jacket yep. is corduroy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would do that now. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, which of his Paisley shirts is on with this uh, to match that corduroy jacket? I, I just bought a corduroy blazer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Anyway, I'm, well, I'm nothing if not consistent. No, <laughs> that, that is very true. Well, Harry, uh, what other... You get you get one more shot. What other snack <laughs> hot takes or food hot takes do you have right now? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. I don't have many food hot takes. People should eat what they want, and whatever you want to be is a snack. Make that a snack. Um, unless it's jalapeno poppers. That's that's the one thing when I was thinking about snacks I really hate. That's my I I tried to eat one once and um I I I had to spit it out immediately. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's 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 the worst one. But no, if people if you like alpaca poppers, go eat them. Eat, eat what you, whatever you want and stack on on anything you can find and come and combine shit in weird ways. That's that's how uh that's how peanut butter filled pretzels were invented. So something can be that great you can do it too <laughs> that was very motivational harry where can people find you on social media or with other projects that you do uh well they can uh they can follow me uh at sorry Gilliland on instagram that's the only one i'm on and uh that sh i should I'll, I'll try to promote the shows i'm on they can come see me do stand up in and around pittsburgh pennsylvania all right. Well, Harry, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Uh, I've been your host, Amanda Averill. Special thanks to Andrew Hillary, our producer, James Jamison for the theme music, Aaron Carruthers for the artwork. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, leave nice comments, talk about Harry's weird snacking habits uh, in, in, in those comments. That's fine. Uh, you could sign up for our Patreon and you can see me try different foods, read my blogs about foods and weird places that I've gone. Uh, and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's it. Stay snacky, my friends. Mm -hmm.